Critical thinking is the most important skill you can have when you're living in a world that seems to have lost its mind. Everyone out there is trying to tell you what to think. I want to teach you how to think. In every episode, I'm exposing the logical fallacies being used by advertisers, politicians, influencers, news outlets, social media memes, and maybe even your own best friend. Warning, listening to this podcast will cause you to see bad thinking everywhere. Welcome to the Filter Through a Brain Cell podcast. Hey guys, what's up? So let's start off today's episode with a quick review on of the of a fallacy that we've covered a couple weeks ago. It's called the appeal to nature fallacy. So an appeal to nature is when someone says that because something is quote unquote natural, it therefore must be good. It must be better. It must be healthier or somehow more desirable. But is it really Something that's natural may be good or better for you, but is there actually any proof to back it up? Something that's man-made may not be good for you, but is there any proof to back that up? So if you find yourself and you think you're facing an appeal to nature, here's the question you can ask yourself. Is it really true that this thing is more natural? And if it is, does that really make it better for me? All right. There you have it. Let's move on to the new fallacy. If you want it, by the way, if you want to review the appeal to nature, go back and uh, check out episode 21. So let's dive into today's new fallacy, which is called personal incredulity. And yes, that's a hard one for me to pronounce. I might mess it up. But incredulity comes from the word incredulous. And incredulous means unwilling or unable to believe something. So personal incredulity is when someone concludes that something must be untrue because they simply can't imagine it being true. Or when someone has a hard time understanding something, so they just decide it can't possibly be true since it's so hard to understand. What's kind of funny about this one is that I know someone who does this all the time. My mother-in-law, I love her. She is the sweetest, kindest person you will ever ever meet. And when she hears about violence or about some of the horrific things that people do to each other in the world, she'll say something like, I just can't believe people would do that to each other. There's no way. (laughs) Well, just because grandma can't imagine ever treating somebody badly doesn't mean it's not actually happening. That's an example of personal incredulity. The, the personal incredulity fallacy reminds me of the person who sticks their fingers in their ears and goes, la, 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 I can't hear you, right? Because they're not even trying to understand and they're not even willing to challenge their own beliefs or their own ignorance, their own lack of understanding. People use this fallacy when they don't want to believe something to be true or to be false, But just because they don't want it to be true or to be false doesn't actually make it so. Remember, it all comes back to being willing to look at the available evidence about something when deciding whether something is true or false, not just your own emotions or feelings about it, and not just your own ability to understand it. People sometimes use this argument when they're talking about God or about something from their Bible. They'll say things like, I can't imagine how God could exist from eternity, so there has to be another explanation. Or, I can't imagine how there could be so much evil in the world if God is so good, so clearly he can't be good or he doesn't exist altogether. Okay, do you see in this example, they're just relying on personal incredulity or their own ability to, or lack of ability to understand something when they're determining whether or not it's true. 
Now, likewise, we could look at this from the other side as well. Is it really a good argument to say, I just can't imagine how the whole earth as we know it could be created through evolution. There's no way it's true. Hmm, not really. Now, I don't believe in the theory of evolution, but this is a really weak argument, right? I would need to do more research and have a much better argument and evidence for why I don't believe in the theory of evolution. I can't just say, well, it's because I can't imagine it. All right. So here's the question to ask yourself if you think you're faced or you are experiencing personal incredulity. Does the fact that I don't believe it or understand it really make it false? Or we could say it this way. Does the fact that I don't believe it or understand it really mean that it's true? All righty. Join me next time when we'll be talking about the no true Scotsman fallacy. And remember, when you learn how to think, you will no longer fall prey to those who are trying to tell you what they want you to think. And it all starts with asking one simple question. Is that really true? I would love to hear from you. Do you have questions about fallacies and cognitive biases? Are you now starting to see and hear them everywhere around you too? Well, send them in. They just might get featured on the podcast. You can email them to me at think at filteritthroughabraincell.com or you can connect with me on Instagram at filteritthroughabraincell. And if you want to be notified about when new episodes come out and all the things that we're doing, go to www.filteritthroughabraincell.com and sign up to receive email updates. I would love it if you would help us on our mission to teach society how to think well. Please subscribe, leave us a review, and share this podcast with people in your life. 